0: Hello, YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) It's my birthday today. I I
1: forgot about Pruitt.
0: Forgotten, and I don't know how the rest of that song goes. I'm usually kissing someone. That's right, fellas. Woo! <laughs> new Year's kissing, and as a new year dawns upon us, rather than planting my lips upon the lips of another fine lady or fella, yep. I'm going to plant my flag and declare 2022 as one of the funniest news years of all time.
2: Mm, that's a bold statement. That's very very bold.
3: I. I don't know. I yeah
2: i don't remember it, laughing
3: especially very much. that is especially <laughs> bold uh in a year where donald trump is not the president mm, i know true
1: but do and, you uh, mean ronald Trump? yeah and how do people yeah, see do?
3: like we're missing out on comedy like that <laughs>
1: yeah but i'm
0: gonna say when we get to the full expanse of this news recap i i think it's gonna be hard to dispute my thesis certainly Of the two years we've covered, but the three years we've been doing the show, I think it's safe to say that 2022 compared to the absolute misery of 2020, and then kind of just like the crushing, just kind of boringness of 2021. uh, 2021 was like the the
3: awkward teenage year of like the decade trying to find itself. And I feel like we
0: were still locked
3: down. For a good chunk of it. (laughs) Exactly. And now with 2022, like the decade has officially begun and we're introducing the major themes and players that we're going to have to deal with this season. Absolutely. And I will say 2021, a lot of that news recap, because I've been referring
0: back to it and making my notes for this one, like about a third of it is COVID stuff, whereas this year Yes, COVID is obviously still going on, and it's (laughs) one point I have in here. It could get worse in the future. Uh, We'll address that. But by and large, we have more broadly interesting things to discuss beyond just COVID and individual experiences.
1: And and while we go over this, we have to remember uh, deep in our heads this whole entire time the the mantra that has got us through 2022, which is Fauci lied, people died. Mm -hmm. So we have to remember that. We cannot forget. That Fauci lied. Don't worry. We'll have some Fauci talk uh, towards the
0: latter half of our yearly retrospective. Not really, but I do mention him once. Are we ready to get into this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. January 3rd, 2022. Tesla stock price hits a new high of $400 per share. Boo. Woo-hoo. Just uh, just keep that figure in mind. That's what made (laughs) me a billionaire this year. Make our way through it. Everything's going to be just fine. (laughs) Ten days later, January 13th Britain's Prince Andrew Stripped of his military titles and royal patronages By Buckingham Palace Amidst continuing sexual assault allegations
2: I don't Uh, even remember that happening so
0: January 13th, uh, yes, Britain's Prince Andrew is stripped of all of his military titles and patronages by Buckingham Palace because he is a nonce. But not like a private nonce, which they can accept, but a very public nonce.
2: I literally just assumed they were like, oh, that's bad, but he won't do it again. So, you know, something that that happened. And I, this I, one is
0: nice. It plants the seeds for some later intrigue. <laughs> I,
3: I I love democracy at work uh, because... You know, we know that this guy's a pedophile, mm-hmm. uh, but some people really like him. So the compromise is he's not allowed to have some of the fancy words attached to his name anymore, but he's yeah. still, uh, he you know, multi-millionaire, prison? however many times mm-hmm. over. Did he go to prison? No, no, oh. yeah, like no, no actual <laughs> criminal the charges. Is like where we all just sort of say like, oh, like that—that's enough, right? Yeah, moderation.
0: And I, I, the thing about people liking him, they don't even like him; they just like the royal family. So he's got that catch-all goodwill, and uh, we'll see how that goodwill manifests itself later on in the year, January sixteenth. Now, this one, this one's a trip. This one will take you back. Uh, world number one tennis player Novak Djokovic is barred from entering Australia due to his COVID vaccination status.
3: The Djokovic. Yep.
0: So this one was a big culture war thing at the time that literally nobody else cared about. But I just like mentioning it because I saw that and I went, oh, my God. Yeah, there was like a month long period where people just kept talking about Novak Djokovic and how this big like six foot eight Serbian guy refused to get
1: vaccinated. As if people care about fucking tennis. That's the thing. I just
0: thought it was so interesting. Like you'd, you'd see like Tucker Carlson being like, now, what if I told you?
2: Tennis but was gay. Novak Djokovic, <laughs> uh,
0: who we all know and love,
2: okay, wasn't but Tucker to Carlson will literally do anything for anyone <laughs> yeah, that's remotely on his side. Like he interviewed Ariel Pink. I, <laughs> I know. It's I, just, I, yeah, I bring this it so up weird. every year in review, but ground. I'm like, guys, can you believe that happened?
3: But I'm going to defend tennis. I, I'm rebranding 2023. I'm going to become a tennis guy. Okay, tennis lord. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine.
1: Uh, here's a
0: here's our first real real juicy story. One that we covered. You know, in a couple episodes. January 22nd, the quote-unquote Freedom Convoy arrives in downtown Ottawa to protest COVID-19 mandates, the government, etc., etc. Feels like it was, that was just
2: yesterday. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm. That was the most fun
1: month I had the whole year.
0: That was one of the dumbest things to have happened in this country and it was awesome the ram ranch will live on in infamy uh of course romana Daidula, her her little rv just puttering around it was an incredible uh period of time and we'll talk more about it in just a moment
1: it was also there was a man who went by I believe his name was Black Buffalo mm-hmm. and uh, he drove his like Honda Civic there <laughs> and just like parked and everyone kept telling him to move that was part of the convoy because they didn't like him because he wanted revolution <laughs> and uh, he was like very much a Rastafarian man oh, and the gosh. whole time he just kept yelling at people for being white and it was really <laughs> cool <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I liked him a lot he All was right. my favorite character
0: uh, so a story that had kind of percolated in 2021 was the emerging pink wave throughout like Latin and Central America. And on January 30th of 2022, we see the next step in that, although this one obviously not quite Central America, but still kind of like a Spanish theme as Portuguese Socialist Party wins an unexpected 117 seat majority with Antonio Costa being sworn in as prime minister. So just mm-hmm. more on that pink wave we're seeing in kind of like the Southern Hemisphere. Then we move ourselves into February, a month that normally not much goes on in. But for us, there were a couple interesting things worth discussing.
2: I mean, Black History Month is February.
3: Uh
0: oh, yep. Jesse. Uh oh,
3: Jesse. What were you saying is not an important yeah. month? Uh oh, mm, brother.
1: Nothing happens in February. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't just
0: I don't just restrict it to one month of the year, unlike Megan. Oh, oh that's so <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah. He got me. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It's just like, why would I celebrate it only
3: once, not twelve times? Like, uh, Jesse's just, uh, you know, hashtag forever alone and hates that Valentine's Day falls. Oh, so
2: he wants February uh, to be Yeah, he's clean.
3: just, yeah. he's trying to minimize February and <laughs> its importance. Yeah, I actually asked him to move Black
0: History Month to a different month so that I can...
2: <laughs> so you can properly hate yeah. February. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: February 4th, the Beijing Winter Olympics began. I don't really care that much about the Olympics. Uh, I have almost zero memory of anything happening at the Beijing Olympics.
3: Yeah, no, it did, didn't really make an impact on culture as far as I could tell. There were yeah. no Olympics memes. Yeah, we were, which watching is the like, only way you can measure whether something is culturally important or relevant.
2: We mm-hmm. wait. Beijing was it yep. Beijing two thousand nine.
3: Nope, that was two thousand eight. I think nope. and the, that was the, summer Olympics.
0: These these were the Olympics Dang. that were in China because it was the big COVID zero thing. Like as these events were going on, the of course like CNN. Like all the liberal media was like, look at what's happening just one block away where they have people locked in apartment buildings because of COVID. And it was a very, very interesting way to uh, frame this. Also, that same day, Russia and China issue a joint statement decreeing NATO expansionism, basically just saying, if you guys keep expanding, bad stuff's going to happen. I think you
3: mean decrying, not decreeing. Yeah. Who knows what I mean?
2: Okay, first of all, funny that Beijing got to host the Olympics, like, basically (laughs) back to back. Yeah. Um, And that I literally didn't even remember that these Olympics happened. And I feel like I've never heard of them.
0: So February 13th, the Super Bowl is played between the Los Angeles Rams and Cincinnati Bengals. The game was pretty good, but what most people took away from it was how many crypto, Bitcoin fucking ads there were throughout the game, including the one, remember like the stupid little QR code that bounced across the screen that you tried
3: to scan? Yeah, Yeah. that was really incredible to see uh, at at the time, and just even then... Just knowing deep in your bones how it was going to shake out uh, was, was a really, like, you know, almost out-of-body experience.
0: Yeah. What's nice about making this recap is I get to scatter little breadcrumbs. You get to, to really see how these stories kind of play out on a long-term basis. Uh, format and it's it's quite delightful so that's usually we don't talk about the super bowl because i really don't care all that much but it was notable if only because it is the first and last time we will see crypto ads at the super bowl (laughs) spoilers doesn't go very well february 23rd after a month downtown ottawa the freedom convoy is finally dislodged and demonstrations on a mass scale have ended Wow. Well, so much for freedom. It lasted one month. (laughs) And and they're still having fucking hearings about it to this very day, including ones that it was ruled Doug Ford does not have to testify at, which I thought was
3: quite interesting. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he's protected. Uh, I just have one thing to say about this Freedom Convoy stuff, which is uh, I know Chance, you sent it to the chat, the the statements by O'Toole uh, Mm -hmm. about basically the the state of the conservative populace. Uh, and how uh, him and those at the top are are tut tutting and tis tisking, uh, the the rabble rousing and the you know the the profanity of fuck Trudeau. Like oh, can't we just get some decorum in here? Uh, and I'm interested to see as like I feel like the Freedom Convoy pretty much cements uh, you know our take that Canadians are no more no less deranged uh, or insane than the average American. But uh, without that uh, electoral outlet for that energy, uh, what, what's going to happen? Obviously, mm. uh, they're not going to have nearly as much power uh, here uh, as of as there. I'm interested to see where, like, this energy has to go somewhere. Uh, and mm. if it's not going to be represented in parliament, where is it going to go?
1: There, uh, one of the things that I find funny about O'Toole's understanding of the current, you know, political discourse is that he says that even something that people like him would accredit to the left, um, every single part of that led to an equal and opposite reaction, if not an up reaction from the right. So like shut down Canada obviously led to the Freedom Convoy. Directly Uh, so I my Assumption means that it has to go the other way as well, so that means we're going to have a communist convoy, and everyone's going to have signs that say, uh, you know, fuck my butt, uh, Mm -hmm. Pierre Mm Polyev." That's the equal and opposite reaction. That's
0: what the On to Ottawa trek originally was all about, was getting the Prime Minister to just have sex with 1,000 jobless people riding the rails.
1: It Mm. was to beat the Guinness World Record held by Lisa Sparks. 919 <laughs> men they wanted a thousand uh, men.
0: that's my newsmaker of the year lisa sparks <laughs> so just one final note on the freedom convoy uh freedom convoy 2 is scheduled for february 2023 so something to look forward and you'll
1: to. see the crew there we'll all be yeah. there you can come <laughs> yeah. out say yeah, hi we're riding, we be we're riding autographs
0: the queen of canada's rv with her we got inside <laughs>
2: <Okay>. access
1: <laughs> yeah
0: uh oh! Here's a here's a big one. February 26th, the Russian invasion of Ukraine begins.
2: I can't believe that was only this year. That's one that felt uh, feels like it was like forever, a long yeah, time. We did yeah. get
0: owned on this one, folks. Oh, yeah. I we will say, say this Russian invasion, fucking, so stupid. I, I I cut as much of it out of the news recap as possible because I don't want it to be like one of those. Like Ken Burns Civil War style, like blow. Well, by yeah, blow you could probably things. like.
2: There's obviously. Oh, some it would have just every been every day. Whole it's like a war. Yeah, yeah. so. So
0: I just limited fun. to like a few important things. Uh, February twenty eighth, the IPCC releases a report referring to aspects of man made climate change being nearly irreversible. I, I don't think
2: nearly oh, yeah. is the word
1: anymore. <laughs> I think that was fun. Longer. Yeah.
2: Well, we have I, something like five years left before an irreversible thing kicks in so
0: yeah something tells me we'll be just fine (laughs) uh march by far the least interesting month of the year so let's just power through this one march 2nd the big ukrainian city of Kherson is captured by the russians march 3rd we have what felt like the most apocalyptic thing to happen in a long time which was that fire and battle at the nuclear plant in the in in ukraine yeah
2: incredibly stressful yeah
0: Yeah, that was a horrible horrible thing to have happened and thankfully uh the world didn't end or depending on your view sadly the world didn't end (laughs) Uh, March 11th, so the aforementioned Gabriel Boric is sworn in as the president of Chile. So somebody we talked about in 2021, part of that cool pink wave, which we're going to hear more about in just a second. March 22nd, the liberals and NDP reach an agreement to keep the liberals in power until 2025. I remember there was a lot of talk of like, basically, if it got no confidence, there would be like the fifth fucking federal election in like eight years or whatever. But uh, thankfully, they managed to avoid that, and the NDP managed to get at least some rudimentary form of dental care pushed across the aisle. Hmm. So credit where due. That being said, I would have absolutely cackled. Honestly, Canada and uh, the UK, we very nearly ended up in a similar kind of yeah. power gridlock disastrous situation. And it would have yeah. been very funny if these crises happened in like concert with one another. So we did miss out on that.
2: Do you know what the dental to- care is? Like, do we?
1: Yeah. To summarize, it's it's a wave plan and they're going to Mm -hmm. make it to universal dental care. But for now it's hitting like low income families with children Mm -hmm. under 12. Uh, And then it's going to move to like low income families with like teenagers. And then Mm -hmm. it'll hit the elderly and then it'll fill in the middle as well. Like every year it'll expand in size,
0: which, Hey, you know what? Honestly, It's a great start. It really is. Mm -hmm. So, kudos to them for that. Got to give them credit where it's due. Uh, To underscore how much of a nothing burger this month was, March 27th, uh, Will Smith slaps Chris Rock and then gets banned from the Oscars. Uh, Now that was
2: something crazy that happened. Now
3: that's epic right there. That
2: that was like, you know, when you think of pop culture moments it's hard uh, to beat that I, one. I don't
3: know i feel like we could come up with a unique take on this i think there's there really hasn't enough been said yeah about the slap why
2: is no one talking about uh, this and the various
3: <laughs> intersectional politics that we can try to read into this mm. i will um, actually the say slap? ableist yeah why not i mean yeah Jada's I probably lady yeah Mm. oh yeah no the, actually, oh that one was actually used yesterday. yeah that, that one was real see I, you keep bringing it up as a joke but it's never you can't parody reality yeah. ageist He's I will ageist. tell you
0: mm. I, I was doing my placement in the classroom, and it's all the kids would talk about, though. So mm. it did resonate, <laughs> yeah. certainly, with a younger generation. They were fascinated by it. Oh, for sure. I literally like,
2: feel like it was genuinely the biggest pop cu- culture moment that happened in the year. Like, I'm not even joking. It was, like, uh, massively yeah. talked yeah, about.
0: Probably. I mean, uh, maybe until... Let's talk again in December, because <laughs> I think there right. were some other big pop culture developments that weren't... Well, actually, probably a little worse than this. I was going to say that weren't quite as fun, but... I guess that wasn't really fun either. Uh, Anyways, Will Smith gets banned from the Oscars, even though, like, actual rapists are still hunky-dory. So I also Mm -hmm. thought that was kind of fun. Uh, April, here we go. Another very slow month, but one that has the beginnings of a hilarious news story. So April 3rd. More stuff on the Latin American pink wave. This time it's Rodrigo Chavez Robles who wins the Costa Rican election. So once again, more uh, Latin American politicians with either outright socialists or mostly socialist policies winning key offices. Uh, Which is not a surprise given that you know, obviously, the global South has just been decimated by climate change, by fucking globalism, just destroying everything and everyone. So, of course, they're going to be choosing candidates who actually offer, you know, maybe a tangible solution that, uh, you know, maybe will actually improve the material conditions of the people living there. Kind of weird how that happens, right? Huh. Mm-hmm. Sure, it's just a coincidence. April 4th, the IPCC releases the final part of its report, warning that greenhouse gas emissions must peak by 2025 at the latest and decline 43% by 2030 in order to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius. Uh, it's not Ooh.
2: happening. Yeah. 43% in
0: five years. No. Yeah, you yeah. don't think already- we can do it? And no, I love I how think we, we can do it.
2: We still get ads, like I literally we drove by a billboard yesterday that was for Bell, and it was like, committed to Net zero. And that's all it said. And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> define committed. Define what you mean by net zero. Provide any sort of timeline. Like, what the no. frig? I, like, okay. <laughs> anyway, we're Megan doing. You're asking Whoa. emotional labor. The
1: them, <laughs> yeah, they had to the add people that. at
2: Bell. Don't have the time to do the research. Yeah, <laughs> you're so right. I am. I'm being too harsh on them.
0: <laughs> you well, they're, they're they're trying to let's talk, and they don't want to let's <laughs> talk about climate change because that'll hurt their bottom line.
1: That's true. So. They've never done
0: one of those. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard of this weather shit? That'd be odd. Awesome. I actually would love for their let's talk. They should get like hockey players to explain what they think climate change is. I actually think that would go a long way to destigmatizing mm. that conversation. So when
1: when the clouds get loud, that's when we're that's we know we've gone too far. Mm. Oh
0: fuck, bud. Oh, <laughs> uh, when that when that wet stuff starts coming down from the sky, it's like you know. I like it when it's not coming down. You know.
1: Keep your stick on
0: the ice, buddy. And then everyone's like, yeah, yep. Yeah. April 7th, we see the start of what becomes known as Bidenflation, which is not as hot as it sounds. (laughs) It's not President Joe Biden being blown up with an air pump until he's 65 meters around. No, rather, it's global food prices starting to spike for the first time as treats become
3: more and more difficult or expensive to acquire. Boo. I've, I I've got, got a lot like of a friends in the in that. the treat community. Uh so I just want to say I don't stand by Jesse's mockery of that. Uh, no, I'm not. Some I'm of, just saying treats are
1: harder to acquire. Some of my best friends <laughs>
3: if, eat treats. So mm-hmm.
1: what if uh what if World War II? <laughs> <laughs> what, if, what if instead of the Instead of the Treaty of Versailles, <laughs> oh, okay, the Treats of Versailles. Yeah, everyone was just giving a little everyone, sugar plum. That, or something. that could have gone and in a a much, much
3: worse direction. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everyone just got along, like they all had like yeah. Turkish delight.
3: Uh, I, I love that. That's such a that would be a awesome. great idea.
1: <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, what if the European elite indulged
0: in hedonism? Wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, who would have known? Okay, here we go. The start of what will become a long-reaching story. April 14th, Elon Musk launches a non-binding takeover agreement to buy the Twitter website.
3: Wow, that was a long mm. time ago. Yeah, that was like all no, yes. year. time in the making.
0: Oh, yes. We will continue to check in on this story. April 24th. I thought this one was funny, mostly just because of who it involves and what happened. So... Emmanuel Macron, the leader of France, wins re-election against actual Nazi, like, granddaughter of a Nazi, Marine Le Pen. He becomes the first sitting French president re-elected in 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Which is crazy. just such an insane stat, and so funny that he's the guy who broke through. Yeah. yeah.
2: But it's like, it feels like there's a million bajillion protests against him, but that's like, there's... That against every one of their presidents. So it's not like he's particularly bad Mm -hmm. in their eyes, I think.
1: (laughs) I think it's, yeah, I think it's one one of the funniest things I saw recently. Go Go ahead.
0: Oh, it's just, like, like right-wingers being, like, this is what France has been reduced to on Christmas Day. And it's, like, videos of riots. It's, like, motherfucker, like, they riot literally every three months
3: there. It's the coolest <laughs> yeah. thing And that's,
2: their like, country. their most fun Christmas activity they could think of. They're, like, <laughs> yeah. I would love to go stand outside and yell. Like, what the heck?
3: Yeah. I feel maybe... That is the least pedophilic thing to do there. <laughs> and America has such an obesity problem. And there's just, like, so little exercise that goes on. We could learn a thing or two over in in north america broadly Mm -hmm. uh to just riot every you know just like put put in like you know two or three hours of rioting a week you're gonna see results
2: i feel like you know maybe not this year but last year i wouldn't say that america was under rioting by any stretch
0: (laughs) (laughs) i would argue that they were okay yeah i could have done for more
1: yeah. Megan's just like, billions of dollars in property damage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's
2: my real complaint here.
1: Yeah. So, something
0: we've noted since 2020 is that May is often the most miserable month of the year. And like, just some of the most demonic and horrible things happen in that month. And folks, you'll be delighted to hear that in 2022 we did have more of that demonic shit. But, it is also balanced a little bit by one or two very funny things. So unlike years past where May was just entirely a nightmare, we at least have a little bit of light in here. So let's start with one of the bad things. May 2nd, the U.S. Supreme Court leaks a decision about their intention to overturn Roe versus Wade. Yeah, that was
1: insane. Fucked up.
0: And it was eventually revealed that it was Samuel Alito who was the person that leaked that decision to... Basically get all the public outrage out of the way so when they actually overturned it, it wouldn't matter as much. And uh,
3: he was right. Yeah, just dissipate the political reaction over the course of multiple months in order yeah. to stop any actual... Wait, sorry, the
2: guy who wrote it was the one that leaked it himself? <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: it was it was from his office.
2: When did so people they say like, that? Oh my god, I haven't even heard of that. That
0: was revealed, I want to say, like, September. Because basically, like, the big yeah. outrage cycle was like, oh, some leftist is leaking this to try and get the Supreme Court justices killed. And it's like, no, it was literally one of Samuel Alito's staffers, like, on his direction who leaked that. And, but he wasn't yeah. the
2: one that like wrote the document, right? It was the other Supreme oh, yeah. court guy.
0: I mean, he had a big role in writing that document.
2: <laughs> I guess it was all of them together. But I thought it was the yeah, guy whose wife was like Clarence involved Thomas. With something. Yeah, yes. I thought it was him. Oh, he was involved wrong?
0: quite heavily. But like Alito has been kind of the guy banging the drum about this.
2: Oh, okay. Jesus so, Christ.
0: More on that in about a month. May 10th, Prince Charles delivers the Queen's speech in her stead. So this was the first kind of sign that something was brewing in 2022 mm. and that we might get a very funny outcome. As Prince Charles, everybody loves him, right? The, the most beloved of all the monarchs. Yeah. Uh, gives the Queen's speech. People go, wait a
3: minute here.
1: What's going on?
3: What's all this then? Yeah, I think it's all year... this then.
1: <laughs> hey, what's all this then?
3: Last year, we, we put in bets for when we thought the queen mm-hmm. was going to officially bite it. And
1: I don't I think, think any all of us... of
3: us were wrong. We were
2: all way too early, I yeah.
3: think. We were all right that it was going to be within the following year. But yeah,
0: like most of us, I know I said like March. I think somebody I said like some April. yeah said
2: she was already I, I had been dead, looking.
1: So
3: you yeah. lost I said happiness. she
1: was already dead.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, I had been looking. Well, I think we all agreed that she was already dead. It was just <laughs> when they were going to announce her death. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, really I had just received faulty information. <laughs> uh, the, yeah, the key the drop. Uh, yeah, the, the aerial images that I was seeing of Buckingham Palace. I just imagined that they wouldn't have enough space for all of the cloning tanks. But I guess their basements are bigger than I thought. So that that one's on me. I apologize, folks. Yeah, more on the Queen. A little bit later on. Okay, are you ready for the first, uh, well, I guess the
0: second of <laughs> five horrible news stories? May 11th, Palestinian-American journalist Shireen Abu Akle is just murdered by the IDF, like straight mm-hmm. up on camera.
3: While while wearing a in, pressed, uh, yep, jacket. Yep.
0: Which, at first, uh, Israel was like, oh, she was killed by a Palestinian, it was like she was killed by a similar gun, but it was a gun used by Palestinian terrorists. And yeah, then, they were
1: like, oh, it, w- it must have been Hamas. Who yeah, did it. Hamas yeah. killed
0: her. And then everybody was like, well, no, th- that's not the case. And eventually Israel uh, just stopped talking about it. And they were never held to task for this by, you know, the American media who employed her or any of the Western countries. Basically, nobody was like, oh, that's bad. It was mm-hmm. just, oh, that's, uh, that's life in Israel. So awesome! Uh, the IDF continuing to do what they do best, which is shoot uh, women and children in the back and kill them. So there you go. Uh, right. Another horrible story. May fourteenth, a racially motivated hate crime as a gunman kills ten people in the predominantly African American top supermarket. I remember this one. Yeah, this one Buffalo, was New York. Real nasty. It was
2: so sad. Oh my god!
0: And uh, was it this would the get guy? No, this was a white guy who mostly shot up like old, older black people at this oh, supermarket. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah, I do remember this one. Bringing the mood up a bit,
0: just because this one makes me smile. Uh, May 18th, amid a na- nationwide U.S. baby formula shortage, President Joe Biden invokes the Defense Production Act, requiring suppliers to fulfill orders of baby formula to manufacturers first. <laughs> just, I love the idea of Joe Biden being like, Hey, man, we're going to get the baby's food. And just <laughs> using his big pen to sign an order. It's just Joe, yeah, Joe yeah. Biden's <laughs> I just can only imagine him being, being amazed. He's like, you know, the mamas, they don't, they don't have as much in their titties anymore. So we got to make powder <laughs> so our well, babies uh, don't starve.
3: We, we got to make sure that they get to hair sniffing age at the very least. <laughs>
0: And it was, it, was a, it was kind of a busy week for him, because five days later, he said that he would uh, be willing to use force to defend Taiwan against the Chinese invasion. Yeah, wow. Yeah. What were they
3: putting in his uh, formula that week? <laughs> Holy shit.
0: Yeah, as soon as he got the formula, he was like Popeye. He bulked up. He's like, <laughs> well, look here. President Xi Jinping, we're not going to stand for this. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, it's just that there was a pair of stories together that just really made me smile when imagining that one is related to the other. That as soon as yeah. he got that formula <laughs> into his bloodstream, he, uh, he, was like, he I got heart his eye Taiwan." Up. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Taiwan also, I didn't really include it in this, but there was the Nancy Pelosi visit to Taiwan in the fall where oh, China yes. ran like war game things. Where we're like, oh, man, yeah, I really that, hope we this almost happens. started World
3: War III because she wanted to pick up, uh, I don't know, some new furniture. That being I'm not said, not quite sure what more, she was going doing there,
0: but more on Nancy Pelosi later in two oh, much yeah. funnier stories.
3: <laughs> but yeah, it looks like this next story uh, was when yeah, Biden sort of he he lost some steam and uh, stopped doing anything. Interestingly,
0: uh-huh. so. Uh, In 2020, May 25th was the George Floyd killing. Uh, 2021, it was like May 28th, was the discovery of the bodies at the residential school in Saskatchewan. And May 24th, 2022, we have... The latest in the long line of completely miserable, soul-crushing, and uh, horrifying things, which is the Uvalde Evalde school shooting where a gunman killed 22 people, mostly children, at Robb Elementary, uh, famously as like a million cops just stood around and outs- outside an unlocked classroom just looking at fucking Punisher memes on their phones.
1: Yeah, it was absolutely infuriating. Yeah, and, yeah, and this, this one was...
3: Oof. Uh, You know, maybe an important moment in uh, a a change in the uh, conversation around uh, guns in the states uh, in specifically in regard to uh, police incompetence uh, and like was maybe a wake up moment uh, for a lot of people who sort of just passively trusted or, or just thought that cops, like, performed any duty to society yeah, whatsoever. Duty. Like, yeah. like believed that they must have been there to do something, at the very least. Uh, yeah. And, you know, awareness is worth jack shit nowadays, but... No, people were pissed. Like, I yeah, saw even, like, people on a, Facebook... A touchstone.
0: Yeah. It was one of those things where, like, people on Facebook were like, what the fuck? And Facebook is, like, the most boomer, geriatric, like, insane... Of the sites. And even they were like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, just heavily armed. You give them a billion dollars. You give them, you know, bulletproof vests, riot shields, a million guns, tanks, jeeps. And literally, they couldn't do anything. Or rather, they chose not to do anything as uh, Salvador Perez gunned down 20 children. Also, fun little bonus thing. There was a lot of transphobia in the aftermath of this because... They tried to smear him as being like this transgender leftist sicko. They literally was, uh, found
1: just someone's femboy Reddit yeah. account and was and like, just said, This him. is the person. Mm-hmm. It, it so was insane. Real,
0: real two for one on that one. Uh, really fantastic stuff there. That one, oh, hmm. yeah. Really, really grim. Somehow, I, I thought Sandy Hook would be the worst of these that I lived through. And uh, no, uh, about 10 years later, we get a worse one, which also seems indicative of the way the world is going in general. Okay, let's move on to June. And I'm going to tell you right now, folks, June, this is where, save one thing, things start to look up a little bit. So we've made it through the slow and the horrible soul-crushing months. Now it's the summer. Let's, Let's party a bit. Let's start by getting the most annoying fucking news story over with, which is on June 2nd, the interminable, awful Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial finally fucking ends.
2: Apparently the content creators who like made a bajillion dollars off that are still going and they're like, please watch my Johnny Depp Amber Heard content. And they're just like getting, they're like just ridiculously editing the footage to be like meme based now. Like they still are just like pumping out (laughs) random footage from this trial. But also, I will say, like, it was literally the most annoying, aggravating social media response I've seen to anything ever in my life. But the trial ended horribly also,
3: like the fact that,
2: yeah, Yeah. anyway. I (laughs) I
3: remember, uh, like, for work, I had to get these COVID tests uh, pretty frequently. uh, And the nurse uh, that would administer them just had the trial going the whole time she was giving me the test. It was so funny.
0: And it's, like, literally the the lowest, like, the dumbest people, like, room temperature IQ were like, this is epic. Look at how he owned her here. It's, like, you do realize this is a trial about a man beating the shit out of this woman, right? Yeah. yeah. You understand. (laughs) It's
1: not a lay epic troll. Yeah. Yeah. So, moving
0: on to something much funnier. So, earlier in the year, Morbius, a movie that had been in development
3: (laughs) hell for years. (laughs) I remember Uh, reading about about that. a loser. Yeah. I remember reading (laughs) about Morbius coming out. When I was in 8th grade.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that was oh, yeah. a it's, decade it's, it's ago.
3: Yeah. And if you're
0: not familiar, Morbius is one of the loser Spider-Man villains. He's a vampire. And uh, they got one of the worst actors in the world, Jared Leto, like as their leading leading guy. And I, I don't understand the Jared Leto buzz. He hasn't been good in something in like forever. But he's mm-hmm. he's the vampire guy. They get Doctor Who as the other guy. And uh, it gets released, and it's just, it's terrible. It does horribly. It's a bomb. People are, like, making fun of it. But people are making fun of it in the most annoying way and so consistently that it tricks Sony Entertainment into believing that the buzz generated by the movie was positive. So they commission it to open in about a 1,000 theaters only a few months after (laughs) it had originally debuted, and it actually loses more money (laughs) than
1: it had originally. Sony got fucking owned there. Yeah.
3: Incredible. Uh, This this was one of the moments where I developed a a new theory and a new theme for this year, which is when a decision, especially like any artistic choice or decision, is so stupid and like defies any reasoning. uh, I'm like, oh, well, there was no actual human in charge of that decision. That was just like an AI. It was just that the numbers like said (laughs) X, Y, Z, like we're getting X amount of tweets per minute on Morbius and like TikToks mm-hmm. and whatever uh that it just it makes sense that we could make more money if we release it and that was the entire yeah. logic there wasn't even anyone to put their name to paper on that one you know
1: yeah 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 it was just uh um, so funny you know uh, I I like your theory because it makes me think that Sony is similar to the whole plot line of Evangelion and like <laughs> 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 it's just like computers whizzing and whirring and then a couple of real human beings being like, I guess this is what we got to do. Yeah, this like, is, uh. we're,
3: we're living in Skynet, but Skynet just makes the worst movies. And that, that is the, the warfare that it wages on humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so
0: it, it was pretty awesome. The Morbius memes are not funny, for the record. Like, they, they suck shit. Oh, shut
1: up. They They're were all awesome.
0: No, they, they, they were really, really bad. But it is funny that they managed to just, like, trick Sony into re-releasing this notoriously bad movie and then losing money again. And yeah. then I saw... I will say the one funny thing that did come out of the memes was uh, one of those, like... Uh, change.org petitions where it's like release it a third time we were all busy that weekend and that one did make me
3: laugh i was like all right all right that's yeah, good. no it's morbin time sucks folks no, we hate yeah. it it's no it's funny time it's carnage yeah. time now we're talking
0: now i get it jared leto did like an it's morbin time video which tells you all you need to know about how bad mm. that meme
1: is but he was also mm-hmm. the singer for 30 seconds to mars yep
0: that's <laughs> okay. the last good thing he did So he's allowed
1: to... June
0: 6th. Here we go. This is the beginning of an amazing, amazing series of events. June 6th. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson wins the Tory party no confidence vote by a score of 211 to 148, which means about 41% of MPs in the party voted against
2: him. LOL.
0: Uh, June 19th, another pink wave as Gustavo Petro wins the Colombian presidential election, the first non-conservative to be the Colombian president, which also, good to see. June 24th, this is my big demon energy as the U.S. Supreme Court overturns Roe versus Wade, eliminating the constitutional right to choose abortion in a 6-3 to three vote. Uh, my big demon energy because Catholics are demonic people, uh, the Supreme Court justices will be tortured and killed a million times in hell. Uh, and yeah, it's just the most demonic thing that's that's happened quite a long time for me. Can I split my worst person
3: of the year nine ways? Yeah,
0: I'm fine with that. I, I can absolutely sign off. They, on that. they
3: together make an exodus of uh, just the worst humanity has to offer.
0: Yep. Uh, now, I will say it's been nicer that on a state level, the abortion ban essentially has been largely rejected anywhere that isn't like uh, you know fucking texas florida and mississippi like when they put abortion on the ballot it's been roundly rejected including in places like kansas and kentucky by like mm-hmm. double digit margins but it's still extremely monstrous that they've eliminated yeah. any kind of protection and uh have basically and, just done everything they can to further immiserate women and uh destroy women in general just and all of them they hate as they hate this people.
3: overturnment as this overturnment you know uh, Rests on the political back burner is no longer like the defining issue as it sort of mm-hmm. just fades into the background noise. Uh, those states are going to, uh, you know, lose those rights and see those uh, state laws overturned as well, uh, unless you're hyper vigilant uh, and willing to just annoy the ever loving shit out of your state and local officials. Yeah, here we go.
0: All right, two 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 heavy hitters. This is most of our pedophile talk in one one small section here as June 28th. Ghislaine Maxwell sentenced to 20 years in U.S. federal prison for grooming and aiding Jeffrey Epstein to abuse underage girls, which, uh, good. Uh, once again, though, bit weird how none of the people that we know were in contact with her have ever faced consequences. Bit odd, that. But-
3: I'm going to quibble here slightly only because... Uh, I believe that the, the word grooming and groomer uh, at this point is like functionally meaningless. Yes, but uh, it, this is
0: like a legal sense. like that was the term used. So but we'll the, you,
3: you, but you, you can't be charged with grooming in the court of law. Like that's not that's... what she was charged with, right?
2: Yeah, it says sex trafficking of a minor transporting a minor with the intent to engage in criminal sexual activity and conspiracy. That's what well may-
3: maybe like. we can then sort of point to this as uh, a nexus point for uh, the the ongoing uh, grooming gay panic uh, that real like a lot of uh, Republicans especially in America sort of bet the house on uh, as mm-hmm. the cultural culture war issue of the year.
0: Yeah, which is uh, once again classic that they're trying to use a term that you know is actually <laughs>
3: I know,
2: because like, this is an example of what, like, yeah, it, actually it actually means. Right. Yeah, and now it yeah. just, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, and, you can't but, use it at all. And specifically,
3: like, throwing it around when it doesn't have a, a clear-cut definition where there are... Yeah, it's It can be used uh, however they want, basically. That's what they do to all languages, just render it yeah. meaningless.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Are you ready to... Are you... Are you ready to laugh?
2: Because,
0: uh... <laughs> Everything after this, except for maybe one thing, is pretty funny. July 6th, a day that will live in infamy in British politics as more than 40 government ministers and aides withdraw their support from Prime Minister Boris Johnson and resign. A 24-hour record. So this is July
2: 6th. LOL.
0: 40 ministers and aides are just like, we're out. And remember, like, a lot of the controversy around Boris just came from the fact that he was having garden parties while COVID lockdowns were happening. Not one of the other many stupid things, but it's like that was enough to, on July 7th, force Boris Johnson into announcing his resignation. (laughs) So, Boris Johnson's out. And in July, shortly afterwards, I don't have the exact date it started, but, like, the UK Conservative Leadership Race begins. More on that in a bit. July 8th. Elon Musk tries to rescind his Twitter bid, so he's like, no, you know what, I don't want to buy it after all. Uh, It will be noted that he was unsuccessful in his attempt to rescind his bid, and in October, we'll talk about it more, he does have to buy Twitter. And uh, (laughs) that leads to some very funny things. However, same day, halfway across the world... My funniest story of the year. Not just because of what happened, but what happened in the aftermath. Former Japanese Prime Minister, the longest reigning Prime Minister in Japan's history, Shinzo Abe, is assassinated in broad daylight by a guy using a Fallout 4 weapon, largely <laughs> because of Abe's connection to the Moonies, a Korean-based cult that had defrauded this the shooter's mother of all of her life savings and possessions. Yep. The, the only
3: shot heard around
0: the world that went boi-yo-yo-yo-yoing when it's fired. <laughs> I cannot tell you. So this is something that I was obsessed with for like the weeks that followed because the video is just Shinzo Abe standing there. One shot gets fired and like nobody reacts because it's Japan and like gun homicide just doesn't really exist there. And then he just basically doesn't move. So the guy gets to restore his vats and then critically wounds <laughs> him the second time. And then, so I'll tell you why the story was so funny to me. Yes, obviously, the pictures of the guy using his ridiculous homemade gun, which you know he must have been grinding on since, like, the first lockdowns in 2020. Mm -hmm. Like, that was amazing in and of itself. The discovery that he had more insane weaponry in his house, also pretty funny. But in the aftermath of this, there were a lot of questions raised by the Japanese public about Shinzo Abe's connection to this fucking cult, to the point where, basically, they had to outlaw the cult having any affiliation with politicians, and there were protests about him receiving a state funeral. So this guy won. He just objectively
3: oh, yeah. won. He destroyed it Shinzo worked. Abe's legacy and his lungs. At this point, it's kind of awkward to keep him in jail. <laughs> he's, he should be released.
0: Yeah, he they should, should let released. him out. He, and he, like, even in his confession, he's like, yeah, I did it. I didn't much care for the guy. I didn't like his political <laughs> beliefs. It was like the most earnestly Japanese statement ever yeah. made.
3: And you know, like if he was an American, <laughs> he would have uploaded like 50 videos about making the guns and what his plan was before yeah. he ever did anything
1: yeah this guy was meek in in america
3: saying you're going to do something is the equivalent of doing it yeah this
0: guy one of the funniest like I, i could not believe it this was an amazing amazing development and you know what say what you will direct action works so for me, this was my funniest story of the year because of what happened, because of who it happened to. Shinzo Abe, who's like the grandson of a Japanese imperialist fucking like warmonger who had affiliations with fucking unit. <laughs> the, the fucking like Japanese bioterrorism and experimentation unit from the Second World War. Like Shinzo Abe. Unit 737. Eh, like an evil guy. And uh, unlike most of the people, his evil peers, he got what was coming to him. And he got it in the funniest way possible, and it completely destroyed his reputation. So, my funniest story of the year, in what was a very difficult year to choose. Uh, July 19th, an unprecedented European heat wave rips through the continent, causing, and this is an insane number to me, this is what they estimated, at least 53,000 deaths. What?! Yep. What? That could be all of Europe. Yep, through all of Europe because it was an extended period of time. People unable, like obviously mostly older people and people with compromised health. But that was the estimate given, which is mind boggling.
2: Like, okay, Europe Uh, is wild because anytime it's cold, like I feel like 50,000 people die. And anytime it's hot, 50,000 people die. And it's like, what is your infrastructure? I know. Oh, my gosh.
0: They they just never planned for it. Okay, so we move into August, which is a mostly pretty tame month. Uh, August 8th, however, starts with a bang. The FBI conduct a search of former President Donald Trump's Florida home, Mar-a-Lago, and uh, basically just are looking into him handing over classified government documents to, it's implied, the Saudis.
1: Damn, that was in August?
0: Yeah, that was right at the start of August. And it was hinted that it was like nuclear in nature. So essentially trying to give Saudi Arabia nukes for, I'm assuming, either making a golf course or access to a golf course. That's most likely what it is. So pretty funny. Not the funniest story of the year, but a nice. it was delightful at the time. August 15th, Scotland becomes the first country in the world to make period products free for all which I just wanted to highlight because that's something that should just be happening
3: anyways, but
1: you know what? Yeah, it it really should.
0: But Hey, you know what? At least Scotland fucking stepped
3: up and did it. So good for you. Chance. This Uh, one's for you, buddy. They really ended the sentence on that one, folks. Wow. Yep. Uh
2: That's
3: Uh right. August
0: 22nd. Chance. This one's for you, baby. Dr. Anthony Fauci announces he will step down as chief medical advisor to the U.S. president and as director of the National Institution of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, presumably to kill more dogs.
1: That's my MLK day. <laughs> yeah, <August laughs> 22nd. Free at last, free at
0: last, good God almighty. <laughs> that's that's the day we made half. it. Yeah, the, so there you go, Chance. That one's just for you. I know he's probably your most evil person.
1: It was the day that AIDS
0: died. Yeah. When he died. <laughs>
3: the day that <laughs> he left so august
0: 28th this one i remember sending videos of because i was astonished massive flooding in pakistan kills over one thousand and displaces hundreds of thousands that was like there were literally waves uh, picking was, up like houses oh and entire communities i
2: feel like you know global scale like this is one of the most insane things that happened mm-hmm. in the year like literally yeah wasn't a third of their land mass underwater like the numbers were just insane, like a huge portion of Earth just, like, fucked. It, it was yep. insane. Yeah. I yeah I need to look into the aftermath of that because I'm sure it's been brutal. Like, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it was uh, just, once again, like, I, I always include some noteworthy weather events in these trends because I just like people to understand, like, how things are going uh okay one of the most strange and like sad stories on the canadian front this year september 4th there was that mass stabbing that left 10 people dead and 19 injured in the james smith Cree nation uh of which we still don't know a lot about it
1: Mm. yeah
0: it seems like from what i've heard it was related to some kind of criminal thing, but I don't know if that's the case. It's just, that was, that's literally the last thing I heard is that they might have connections to like an organized crime group, but I, I don't know. I don't know for certain. Mm. We still don't know. The one perpetrator is dead. And I think the, and the other guy died in police custody. Remember that where he was like fine. Yeah. And then he died like three hours later. Yeah. So I just think we're never going to know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, which is the second time in three years where there's been mass violence that we just will never get the answer for in this country. Awesome.
2: Hmm.
0: Now speaking of something that's actually awesome. September 6th, Liz Truss is appointed Prime Minister of England after winning the Tory Leadership Convention.
3: That's right. We love Blue. our Liz. Back yeah. on Liz, folks. Queen.
2: Queen. As well, one Liz
0: really, is ascendant, she appoints her cabinet, and I love that this was, this was what they made the point of. For the first time in British politics, History, none of the great offices of state are held by white men.
3: <laughs> cool. Ooh, nice. Thank you, Liz. And the Conservatives and to... did that. They're good for them. God love them.
0: It's a new morning in the UK. Things are looking up. We have a new Liz <laughs> ascending to the, to the position, this strong, powerful leader ready to lead England into a, a new phase, so to speak. September 8th. Queen Elizabeth II dies at Balmoral Castle. <laughs>
1: See, it turns out it the is ceremonies It so was work.
0: literally
2: two days later. Oh my god! Yeah.
3: yeah. So
0: I'm just telling you right now, Look, Queen Elizabeth the, is my newsmaker of the year. Just because this is the this was an amazing.
3: I, only really time. No I don't. I don't days. like to gatekeep. I really. I really hate uh, to have to fly this flag, but at the end of the day, someone's got to come out and say it. The ceremonies keeping her alive just do not work unless they are performed by only white men. Uh, white men. I guess yep, so. they have to be a great, it's so great truth. As soon as, as soon as you didn't have a single one to draw upon those energies, whole thing collapsed.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> to make things so, yes, she did die literally two days after Liz Truss became prime minister. But on the same day, like basically before they announced her death, because of course once her death was announced, everything in the UK shut down. But that same day. Liz Truss announces a huge support scheme to cap the price of energy bills at 2500 euro which would cost up to 150 billion euros amid cost of living crisis. So she puts forward this like extremely poorly conceived budget where it's like this is what we're going to do to address these These problems afflicting the average person in this country. And then like two hours later, the queen dies and everything is forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So we were off by a few months, but you know what? She still gave up the ghost officially in 2022. September 10th, Prince Charles is officially declared the King of England. Four days later... Uh, queen Elizabeth II's body begins laying in state. So those were like those massive lines of the loser people just going to pay their final respects to her, where they'd wait in line for like 40 hours to, you know, plant a kiss on her cold, oh. waxy forehead,
1: you know. You just you just reminded me, do you remember RGB's bodybuilder show, or like a personal trainer? Oh, yeah, who did push-ups? Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why didn't anyone do that for the queen? Oh, that's so true. Because
3: no one in England can do a push-up. Yeah, I
1: was going to Bury the Pub Landlord Jesse, does like- the
3: worst push-up ever, forced to leave
2: the <laughs> I like how you've written her name is QE2, like, like yeah. she's R2D2 almost or something. Yeah. It's so fun. Right? She sounds like a little robot.
3: If you are in line to desecrate the Queen's corpse, stay in line. Stay in
0: line, yeah. It was amazing. Uh, now, once again, to bring the mood down a bit before we take it back up, September 16th is when protests erupt in Iran over the death of Masha Amini, something Mm -hmm. that is still kind of percolating. Obviously, I'm not an expert on this situation, but yes, the uh, basically murder of Masha Amini by the Iranian moral police uh, has had deep consequences, including that they are now agreeing that they're going to basically dissolve the moral police. So we'll see what it gets replaced with, because remember, you never really get rid of police. They just change their names. But yeah, September 16th, that was uh, that was the big, big event that day. Three days later, Queen Elizabeth II officially has her state funeral on September 19th. And then on September 23rd, British Prime Minister Liz Truss and Chancellor Kwasi Quarteng release. And this is the words that were used. The mini budget that broke Britain, containing the largest tax cuts. And it leads to an economic crisis and the downfall of both Truss and Chancellor Quarteng sounds like a Star Wars So funny. I will say. <laughs> All these people so are from Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> yeah. This is like the, the crawl before Phantom Menace. With the death of Queen Elizabeth II, <laughs> Prime Minister Liz Truss and <laughs> Chancellor Kwartang <laughs> announce new ambitious taxes on the Trade Federation. <laughs> and it's funny because Liz Truss would be cut in half and fall down a, uh, a mine shaft after.
3: That's true. That did okay, happen. So,
0: so here we go. Yeah. September 14th to 25th, Hurricane Fiona absolutely just pummels the East Coast in both America and Canada. And then two days later, Hurricane Ian does the same. So, like, at the end of September, it was just raining every fucking day. And, uh, yeah, two hurricanes hitting within close succession of one another. Uh, Remember, there were videos I sent that of, well, of, like, people in the Maritimes, like, with their houses floating away. So...
2: It's actually, really it's actually totally going to be fine when we have like, you mm-hmm. know, one billion hurricanes happening a day because when they hit each other, I'm sure they just cancel each other out and it's actually normal. Yeah. And it's totally yeah. all good. So. All
0: right. October. Here we go. ai am going to say right now, the on its net value funniest month of the year, except for maybe December. It's close. I, I still think this one edges it out because nothing bad happens. October 3rd, Elon Musk is forced to relaunch his Twitter bid. Basically, they went to claims, they they, like went to court and they said, well, no, like you can't just resend this bid. So he had to essentially find money from anywhere he could get it, take out a bunch of loans and would eventually raise enough money to purchase Twitter. The official number still to come. October 12th, another incredibly funny, funny moment. Alex Jones is ordered by a Connecticut defamation trial jury to pay $965 million to the families of those killed in the 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting for falsely and repeatedly claiming on his broadcast that none of the 20 children and six adults killed had actually died and that all their relatives were crisis actors. So yes, he's, and that's just from Connecticut. There are multiple defamation trials against Alex Jones, but he's ordered to pay $965 million, an impossibly large figure.
3: Pretty Whee! and yeah, it'll
0: Yeah, it'll, it'll just keep deserve. them broke forever. That would be so awesome. Uh, October 16th, President Xi Jinping is reelected in China. Just got to make note of who's paying us. So, you know, always had to give a <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah. October <laughs> Thanks, 20th. UK Prime Minister Liz Truss announces her intention to resign after 44 <laughs> days in office, oh making her God. the short, <laughs> making her term the shortest in the country's history. It was so cool.
3: I, I'm voting this <laughs> so as, as my funny. newsmaker. Uh, I I That's just fair. can't help but support women, folks. Uh, everyone mm-hmm. is going to say like, oh, it was Elon, or oh, it was uh, Biden, or oh, whatever. You know, it was Zelensky was the person of the year. For me, it was Liz Truss making history for killing the queen and then immediately peacing out. So fucking cool. And, you know,
0: the Daily Mail is horrible. But them doing that live stream of being like, who will last longer, Liz Truss or a head of Lettuce, was actually pretty funny. (laughs) Was that the Daily Mail? I thought that was like someone random
2: on Twitter. (laughs) No,
0: it was the Daily Mail. (laughs) Which is why I was like, uh, when you've lost the Daily Mail, the pedophile times, like you truly have lost the UK.
2: Yeah, like Mm -hmm. as a conservative leader and the Daily Mail hates you. Uh,
0: One day later, Liz Truss, obviously now resigning, Rishi Sunak is in, uh, who just earlier this month asked a homeless person if he worked in business while at a soup kitchen. And the guy said, no, I'm homeless.
1: That was hilarious. (laughs) Which tells
0: you everything you need to know about Rishi Sunak.
2: This guy, he's like Uh, in the conservative party, but from what I've seen, seems like kind of obsessed with Trudeau and wants to be like him. So it's just overall very funny. He like wants to be a liberal conservative. It's so good.
0: Yeah, we've got that
1: kind of interesting symmetry. We nearly had the exact same political crisis, too. We just got a a very interesting reminder from uh, our chat uh, that Dean called Trust resigning the day before.
3: That's Ooh. true.
2: No, we he to... absolutely did not call it. He I called everyone.
1: I, I knew yeah, you know,
3: it. I knew it. it. We had to cut it from the show. No, the, we it apparently actually... wasn't true yet. Everyone. But
2: the funny thing is Dean we didn't have to it. cut it from the show because by the time I was editing the show, you were right. But you were just wrong exactly. when we recorded. No, so no, it's in no. the show. Dean, if you listen to that episode, it. like Megan I had just to said cut Dean out Dean
1: was right. I literally yeah. cut out so much of me and
2: Grace and Chance being like no, Dean, you idiot. I just like cut out all of us berating him for being wrong. And it just sounds like you were no. super right. And all of us said nothing. <laughs>
1: Dean was right. No, Dean was right. We Dean gotta, was right. We got to give it that to him. That was them. our most timely episode. Yeah, this, this we actually, actually broke, Nate broke the news first.
3: <laughs> I'm so excited to spin this off into a big media career. Okay, I also just,
2: wait, before we move on, I googled Rishi Sunak, and like the first news article that comes up about him right now is, the UK's problems will not go away, admits Sunak, after tough 2022. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) This guy's so funny.
0: October 28th, Elon Musk's $44 billion Twitter takeover is made official. Days later, he just starts laying off everybody, programmers, janitors, everybody. And like, yes, there are more monstrous people. That did terrible things this year. But I think Elon Musk really is the worst person of the year because every belief he holds is just the dumbest, worst, most ignorant. And like, he's just such an awful person. He's a dog shit poster. He's so bad at his jobs. He's just completely, thankfully, destroyed any kind of public perception of him as being this like bold daring, genius entrepreneur. But i if you ask me like who I just am the most disgusted by, it, it's still Elon Musk. Physically, emotionally, spiritually. He's just a hollow person. There's nothing to him. There's nothing worth saving. If he were to die tomorrow, the world should not weep. His children do not talk to him. He spent Christmas tweeting at Cat Turd 2. So he is the worst person of the year because he is absent of any of the joie de vie that makes life worth
3: living. True. Uh, there, the thing that makes Musk particularly loathsome is not only you know his uh, unearned wealth, uh, numerous crimes against nature, humanity, uh, doing labor, coups. what what have you. Uh, it's the fact that he's pathetic, that he yeah. is all of those things, and is also like a little worm that is just so desperate for any form of connection that he's unable to receive from anyone uh that is what makes him so revolting
1: yeah exactly he's like a husk of a person
3: yeah no like i said he's just completely
0: hollow there's nothing redeeming about him and uh it's very funny everything that's happened to him since then uh october 30th lula ignacio silva wins the runoff election in brazil which means Bolsonaro, after years of being in the hospital, doing push-ups, and destroying the rainforest, is officially ousted from power. War yeah, on that's Bolsonaro.
3: Some, some good news. Some definitely hard More pink warming. wave. Yeah.
0: November 4th to 6th. Hmm, here we go. The Canadian Union of Public Employees stages a massive walkout strike in response to Doug Ford's use of the Notwithstanding Clause. Something we have talked about many times, but basically Doug Ford, if you forgot, tried to force uh, QP into signing a contract and completely destroying collective bargaining, and it nearly resulted in a general strike. So, uh, yes. great job there, Doug. Yeah,
3: and, and this is going to get uh, just a little recent update here. Uh, I'm going to give this My Big Demon Energy vote. Uh, specifically because of the The Ford government uh, challenging this ruling in court, Mm. filing an appeal just recently. Uh, So this is not the last we're hearing of this story and this struggle. Uh, And uh, it's obvious what the Ford government is trying to do. is just like pull another canine out of the maw of labor and like organized unions Mm -hmm. uh, until it's just completely toothless. Yep. They got
0: smacked once, and they don't want to get smacked again. Mm -hmm. November 11th, Kursan is back in Ukrainian hands. Also November 11th, the largest crypto fund, FTX, files for bankruptcy. Let's remember FTX just (laughs) nine months prior was running ads in the Super Bowl, and all of a sudden,
1: all the money's gone. It's at Bill's house, I guess. And had bought an arena. Mm-hmm. Like, there was an oh, yeah, was the, the FTX Arena,
0: yeah. I think you are you thinking of crypto.com,
1: which is the what used to be Staple Center? Uh, no, I'm thinking oh. of the FTX Arena in Miami, Florida. Oh, I didn't know they had bought an arena, They had 15 years of, of purchase on it. <laughs> oh, my
0: god, that's awesome!
3: So cool,
0: yeah. So, it... it's still called the FTX Arena, so funny. Arenas used to have such sick names and now they're all named like extremely shitty stuff. Like crypto.com is where the staple Center used to be. And now FTX Arena, which I'm sure was the Orange <laughs> Bowl or something before. So horrible. Uh, November 15th, world population reaches 8 billion. Crazy. Good for them. Uh November 15th, as well. Former U.S. President Donald Trump announces he is running for president in 2024, despite many candidates he had promoted during the U.S. midterms failing to win their elections. So the first kind of Mm. dents to Trump's otherwise untouchable oeuvre. November 17th, Nancy Pelosi announces her retirement. Good riddance. Although they replaced her with Hakeem Jeffries, who is almost as bad. So, great. Great. Uh, also November 17th through the 20th, Buffalo, New York is blanketed in six feet of snow. And it just came out the other day that during the multiple blizzards Buffalo experience, 31 people died because yep. their city is just completely... Unable to handle the amount of snow, partially because the police in Buffalo get paid so much money that they don't have money to put towards anything else.
3: The the real tragedy here, though, was the property damage that took place as people broke into mm-hmm. homes to avoid freezing to death. Mm. Yep. Despicable.
0: Here we go. Final month of the year. And my god, I think this might be the most eventful December I can ever remember. <laughs> okay, let's start with something light. December first, Joe Biden and Dr. Jill Biden host their first state dinner at the White House, and it's for of all people, French President Emmanuel Macron and his former teacher, now current wife, Bridget Macron.
3: What a oh thrilling god.
0: conversation that must have been! Yeah,
3: to be a fly on the wall in that
0: room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so is it? So she's not a pedophile because you're you're older now, right? Yeah. Or just Joe Biden, like, high-fiving him because he thinks he had sex with his teacher while she was still his teacher. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Uh, Two days later, former U.S. President Donald Trump calls for, quote, termination of all rules, including the U.S. Constitution, in a truth social post so we can overturn the 2020 election, which he again falsely claims that he won. Cool. (laughs) That's badass. We should do that. Also on December 3rd, Was the infamous Kanye West, Alex Jones interview where Kanye West said such things as I love the Nazis and Mm. I love Jewish people, but I also love the Nazis Mm. (laughs) to which Alex Jones laughed nervously and just kind of caterwauled the whole time. It was quite a sight seeing him squirm. A day later, Kanye West would be banned from the free speech bastion of Twitter after posting a swastika inside a Star of David. Oh, yeah. yeah. That
3: was awesome.
0: Kanye, Mm -hmm. honestly, another underrated trend from this year was the rise of, like, black Israelite sentiment, which has mostly been shared by Kyrie Irving and a lot of people that's, not a lot of people, but, like, a fringe group in the NBA that, like, support him for that. So, like, we are seeing an actual, like, ambient rise of anti-Semitism, which is not good. Very concerning.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: December seventh, twenty-five right-wing extremists are arrested in Germany for suspicion of organizing a coup to overthrow the German government and install a monarchy, including Prince Heinrich the Thirteenth and several army officers.
2: What the fuck? Yeah, I did not so hear of that. That's insane.
0: It was not actually going to happen. They tried to organize a coup to install like one of the like fail son, distantly related monarchy <laughs> like nephews as the supreme leader of Germany, but they all got arrested and nothing happened.
2: Which uh, funny. That's so funny. That is so funny. <laughs>
0: December 27th, Tesla stock hits an all-time low with a 70% drop over the course of the year. Stock price dropping to as low as $112 per share. A $288 drop from January.
3: So, Pretty funny. Bye-bye. Pretty funny. Amazing. Slide whistle going down noise. <laughs> yeah. December 28th, Jair Bolsonaro flees
0: Brazil alone ahead of Lula's swearing-in ceremony. Very it's famously, Jair. Bolsonaro left his... Wa- Yeah, Jair Bolsonaro. I thought
2: it was Jair. No. I
0: wish. Nair, like the hair product. No, uh, so he left his wife behind. So,
3: extremely divorced. Oh, my God. Guy loves being in hospitals. Yeah, he literally left his wife in Brazil. I actually, he's actually teaming up with Nike. That's why he's going to America to cut this new business deal uh, of Mm -hmm. like sleek athletic hospital booties. Uh, They're going to be called Jair Jordans. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Uh okay. That was a home so, run. Thank yeah, you. The most recent indeed. development that is very
0: funny is Andrew Tate, disgusting human being, being arrested on human trafficking charges in Romania. Now there's two ways you can read this story. You can believe that him posting a response to Greta Thunberg is what tipped off Romanian authorities to him being in the country, which is probably not true, but I like to believe it is. Yeah. Or you can just say that the timing is just hilariously coincidental, mm-hmm. which is more likely the case. But still, if you want to believe that that video is what got him arrested, I say no harm, no foul. All that matters is he is arrested for and currently being held on in jail for 30 days for his connection to human trafficking and sex crimes.
3: Yeah. so I'm going to go ahead funny. and use uh, Megan's funniest story of the year card. Because I don't think she's played it yet. That's, uh, yeah. No, she has not.
2: That's very funny.
3: It's so good. Uh, there's not yep. even... It was awesome. Uh, uh, there, I guess the only thing to say in regards to this is that it did sort of drive me crazy. Uh, all of the people... Uh, not even defending Andrew Tate necessarily. I'm not going to go so far as to say that they like human trafficking. Uh, but uh, all of the people who were uh mad or scolding Greta Thunberg for saying that yeah. she has a small dick. small thing saying that say that is, is ableist uh, or is sort of unkind to those of us with small dicks. Yeah, um, guys like me.
1: I like how you said us. Yeah.
3: Wait, sorry, what was that? Guys like uh-oh. guys like Chance. Uh, sorry, I'm 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 cutting out. I'm uh oh. Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: you're not part of the group, Dean. I know you have a huge <laughs> hog. That's yeah. right. That's right. Guys like I'm me offended. You had, it's stolen valor.
3: Yeah, but like the, the the thing that particularly that like struck me uh, is I don't know whether this is uh, can be ascribed to just the kind of people who uh, you know really populate online. Uh, Or liberalism in general, Uh, but just at the end of the day, it's not even that they believe in anything. Uh, Like especially, like when you see like them supposedly defending Andrew Tate, it's like okay, like you you don't have any principles. It's you like the feeling of scolding, and like just the idea that anyone is having like a modicum of fun at at all let alone at someone's expense just like doing something that's like maybe a little naughty maybe like not the uh, the most proper thing uh and you can capitalize that on that and feel morally superior to whatever the new story of the day is uh it's just you know that's that's the modus operandi for like the vast majority it seems of people online
2: mm. yeah
3: it's uh
0: you know I just love him, in the days before it happens. He's like, "Look, uh, if I get arrested, just just realize that it, it, I didn't do anything. It's just me breaking the matrix." And he like he says this as he is under investigation for human trafficking. And all of his fans are like, "Whoa, <laughs> he called it. That's amazing." <laughs> I've never seen a man who like he is the most like hetero posturing guy that is so clearly extremely gay. Every picture he mm. posts is like him with like 50 women on a bed next to him as he's wearing like a little fruity robe and he's crossed his legs in
3: the gayest way possible. It's, it's and then you listen to him like
0: talk, I, you're like, oh, okay, I get it.
3: There's been a lot of ink spilled recently on like how, how toxic uh, and sexist like early 2000s culture was. And uh, like with the uh, mentioning the idea of the fact that like we needed a specific word uh, to describe heterosexual guys who like had showers regularly with metrosexual. But uh, if, if is there anyone who more embodies this this sort of, this weird metrosexual gray area than Tate? I don't
0: think so. No, 100%. And it's just, it's so funny. He's going to have a great time in Romanian prison. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last thing to happen this year is Pope Benedict, uh, evil former Catholic Pope, uh, dying at 85. Good riddance. So long, sweetie. Bye-bye. Very nasty. Very quickly, just going to recap the key trends and then give my final. I'll ask everybody to describe 2022 as the year of blank. So think of those as we just go over very quickly the key trends. Obviously, Russian war. Big trend, blah blah blah. Uh, some what I found to be the defining trend for this year, though, the twilight of the oath, and by that I mean like all of these politicians, especially the like more conservative leaning ones, who are kind of just like nothing behind, nothing between the ears. We started to see them suffer consequences. Boris Johnson, yeah, the, the houses Truss, of
3: cards are beginning to crumble.
0: Uh, Elon Musk, Herschel Walker, Donald Trump, especially doing the NFT scam. Alex Jones, Jair Bolsonaro, Andrew Tate. This is, you know, maybe the beginning of the end of the beloved Oaf in politics as all of them are, are starting to to
3: reap what they had sown. And, uh, yeah, the, the House of Cards is tumbling down. Yeah, the, the, the Oaf cannot be replaced, but uh, Goofus is never replaced by gallant. You know, it's just going to be uh, the Oaf replaced by the Weasel. Uh, it's, it's a Weasel-Oak uh, cycle that we're in right now. I just think
0: we're gonna get like yeah like lesser shades of oath like if Ron DeSantis usurps Trump
3: it's like all of well his I, worst I would argue that all DeSantis of his worst is stuff. the weasel to Trump's yeah. Oath. yeah it's just, just not, like less at the same of time, a it's of personality like, and more of a, yeah. a cooled operator.
0: But yeah, he's absorbed all of all of the things. Like he's seen the Oaf stumble around, and you know, w- wearing the dunce cap, and people laugh, and he's like, "Oh, okay, cool. That's what I have to do." But he doesn't realize that the Oaf possesses a, a certain je ne sais quoi that cannot yeah. be recreated, and he's going to fall flat. Also, much like with Andrew Tate, Ron DeSantis, little fruity, and that does not play well with his audience. You hear yeah, him. Imagine being the whole a washed heart. up
3: version of a washed up real estate baron.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, dreadful. Uh, Conservative seeing how deeply unpopular they are to normal people. The adverse reaction to Roe versus Wade being overturned. Adverse to them, certainly. The midterms. The reaction to the death of Shinzo Abe, where there was like a brief period of time where people were like, oh, you shouldn't make fun of the death of this man. To which everybody just said, okay, but like he did all this horrible shit, and it was quickly drowned out. Uh, obviously how much Elon Musk has been rejected in the public, him getting booed in front of like 30,000 people at transphobic Dave Chappelle show, uh, just very funny to watch them realize that, uh, despite them thinking that they have this moral high ground, 99% of the average people just cannot stand them. Uh, let's see. Explosion of Tesla stock, pretty self-explanatory, but Elon Musk spending $44 billion to lose $200 billion is amazing. Uh, The internet actually Mm -hmm. is real life. We talked about Morbius being tricked into re-releasing its movie and then destroying again. Uh, Elon Musk tanking his legacy in businesses. How internet spaces were used to kind of like bolster fringe movements, which we also saw in 2021, but we saw a few more examples of that this year, including the Freedom Convoy and the German coup. And then if you want to believe it, pizza tape. That's if you want to believe
3: it. Yeah. I'd also add uh, Glass Onion as a good example of this. Uh, a movie that is solidly like middle to low brow, appealing to mass audiences of you know your parents uh, as well as you you know you, your online self. Uh, being a movie about tech company owners, uh, twitch streamers, you know the the reactions to things online and how that colors our everyday experiences, that's entirely what that movie is about. Uh, and everyone yeah, liked and- it. And you know what? You can't
0: you can't say that the internet is not real life anymore. That was a classic kind of retort on Twitter a few years ago, but it's like, no, the internet is increasingly impacting how we interact with one another and how major media responds to this and creates products now. So I'm sorry, the internet is real life, and 2022 is a great example of that. Uh, The Collapse of the UK, very funny. Boris Johnson, the economy falling apart, Liz dying, Liz being elected, and then politically dying. All very funny. And then, yeah, the rise and fall of crypto. From Super Bowl ads to monkey pictures to bankruptcy. And then just a fun little football note, if you're a pigskin head like yours truly, you'll note that crypto kind of had the same path of the LA Rams at the same time in the Super Bowl, where they're on top of the world, they look like unstoppable world beaters, and then nine months later, they've just completely collapsed and people are left going, what the fuck happened? And crypto, much like the LA Rams, just kind of bought its way into (laughs) success and had no long-term plan and completely fell apart.
3: I I would also add uh, the proliferation of AI art uh, and uh, AI-ridden work, be it like music or poetry or what have you. Uh, I think that is definitely going to become a defining moment for this decade. Uh, And we're just seeing the beginnings of that and its repercussions right now.
0: Yeah, I think 2023, that'll be... We'll have more more to say about that then. I'll tell Um, you, for me... 2022 was the year of direct action, because we saw some very tangible gains, both uh, productive and funny, come out of it. You could look to examples like, oh, I don't know, on a negative side of things, the Freedom Convoy, it was an attempt at direct action. Obviously, they didn't really have much of a plan in place, but hey, at least they went out and did something. Or, in a funnier sense, you know, if you're a disaffected young man in Japan and your mom got all of her possessions taken from her, yeah why don't you do some direct action and go find the prime minister you hold personally responsible for it and shoot him with a plastic blunderbuss? Or, in November, we see direct action on a labor labor solidarity standpoint where a bunch of unions banded together to say fuck you to Doug Ford. Unfortunately, it didn't really result in much of an improvement for me personally, but hey, it was still nice to see. So 2022, for me, was the year of direct action.
3: Uh, for, for me, I'm going to say 2022 uh, was a year of, of, of decadence and decay, the the equivalent to uh, an, an overripe pair uh, where it's it's very clear uh, the trajectory that things are on. You look at Roe, you look at, yeah, like the whole uh, British Gar- Parliament imploding, Just, like there, there's no scaffolding for any sort of future. Uh, and at the same time, uh, the, these massive, the, the sticky, sweet pop culture and uh, insane decadence of the wealthy see the, you know, five second trip to Beverly Hills from L.A. Uh, in a private jet that so many celebrities take or uh, just the, the blatant and outright corruption uh, of government officials. You know, we're just uh, we're, we're living with the, the in the best of times and worst of times. Uh, but not many of us are getting to see the best half i think that's very very apt uh chance megan do you guys have a, a
0: 2022 mad lib you'd like to fill in
2: i i do feel like the collapse of the british like government specifically is like thing as we've been going through this has stuck out to me a lot there are like Moments where there's like big pop culture things that everybody laughs at together that are like about actual celebrities like the the Harry Styles Chris Pine thing was like funny and the slap was funny. But it's literally like either we're all collectively laughing at actual like politics just like being funny at this point and like not even mattering or like making fun of random nobodies on the internet all together. Yep. I don't know. And- There's like the the concept of like having a realm of well-known pop culture. It doesn't even seem there anymore it's like either politics or like we're just fighting about random well stuff. yeah it's I know. The,
3: the continued blurring of that line between harry styles and boris johnson mm-hmm. right like it's all it's all mm-hmm. on the same feed mm-hmm. uh and it's all reacted to the same way mm-hmm. which is uh you know either laughing at it outright or politicizing it and going into minute details to critique it.
2: Mm-hmm. But I guess that that's been a thing. Like obviously celebrities and politics have always been like intertwined and like Trump was obviously a big good example of that. But uh, yeah, that's just something I've been thinking about this year. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think I think my 2022 is um is more so the same as I believe I had said last year, which is that it seems like a lot of these structures that people have built around ourselves myself included are are crumbling at a much faster rate than people would like to believe and so it makes a lot of these discussions possible with Mm -hmm. just like everybody now Mm -hmm. uh it reminds me of 2016 when Love them or hate them, Justin Trudeau made it a very hot button topic to talk about Indigenous sovereignty in Canada. Mm-hmm. And like it became to a point where everyone was actually able to talk about it with each other. Mm. And because of the collapse of all of these things like celebrity, um, you know, governance, the police specifically. Um, or rather the rate at which they're collapsing. I think it's made it so that people can at least discuss it openly. Mm. And I used to be really optimistic of that, and now I think that that doesn't do anything either. Um, Mm. I think the only thing that does anything is actual organizing rather than discussion. And so my faith in the discourse of a lot of these topics has kind of died. Mm -hmm. But I think that's okay if other people still have a lot of their heart into it and passion into it because I think the people that learn from these types of discussions are the people that should probably be having them Mm -hmm. it just means that like I guess I'm over it and it has gotten to a point where I just want things done and I don't give a fuck who's talking about anything anymore Hmm. i used to be very optimistic I, about I, it but. that's
2: so funny i was literally just reading for school um a bell hooks essay that was basically the opposite argument of that of like how a lot of people decry discourse as like a form of non-action but she was like i i'm just gonna send it to you chance because i really want to hear your your thoughts on it later but yeah
1: yeah i would love to read it yeah. i think it's just witnessing people's response to discourse Mm -hmm. is uh, killing me slowly. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I think think it it, it moves at a pace that I am not comfortable with because it seems like everyone has to mildly agree on something and then they can move on to the next topic. And it ends up being so far behind of what's actually actionable that uh, it basically, in my personal view, becomes useless. I think for a lot of people it means a lot. Um, and that's okay, but for me personally, my optimism has has died with the idea that people talking about things makes it better.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Well, um, that's like too with the whole like last year of the like or 2020, like we are listening, we are learning thing. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, awesome. yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gushers, yeah, people really listen and learn voices. <laughs> <laughs> So, chance to, just uh to, would you say then that you're looking for in the words of Boz Lerman's protagonist Elvis Presley, a little less conversation, a little more action? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That great. sums it up for me. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, well folks, in 20 episode.
3: yeah this yeah this is a, this is a big one for you. This is a, consider that a little icing on on your New Year's cake. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think we should say 2023. Whether there's discourse or not, whether we get rid of discourse entirely, we will still uh, find a way to uh, keep running our fucking mouths.
2: Yeah, I just yeah. have a few oh, things yeah. I want to say. Uh, first, like, you know, climate change is fucked. And I just like, oh. you know, I really just yeah. I don't know what even what to do at this point. Like, it's so, so bad. Like right now, Dean and I are recording. It's like almost January. It's like 10 degrees outside. That's not good. Yeah. That's not normal. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know. I just want to get involved a lot more and I encourage everybody to get involved with me in the coming year um, because we don't have that much time left to stop <laughs> the most like horrible effects of climate change from happening. And second Cheers. was that this is my last official episode with the podcast. Um, I will probably <laughs> drop in as, as a guest occasionally um, because I love you guys and this is a great fun activity but sadly I have like all night classes next semester and my job is getting busier so I just don't have the time to like dedicate as much like research or just like time in general to the pod as I would like um so I won't be an official regular host anymore and I won't be editing anymore um but this has been like one of my favorite things I've ever done. And I've learned so much from all three of you and I've enjoyed myself so much. It's made me research so many topics. Uh, and to our listeners, thank you for listening to me stumble through many topics that I barely understand to try and communicate them to you because it's been a great experience overall. So yeah, um, thanks, I guess is well, what man, I have to say. Well,
1: thanks. We're, we're gonna miss you, man. We're gonna
3: miss you. The. Folks, uh, kiss your voice of reason uh, and uh, moderation (laughs) goodbye. Uh, We are going off the rails in 2023. Yeah, Uh, Dean has
1: become the straight man. Yeah,
3: exactly. Now I have to be the grown up, which is going to be fun. But uh, yeah, I just want to say yeah, thank you so much for everything that you've brought to the pod. Uh, I know. Uh, learning how to uh, disassemble and reassemble an automatic weapon while blindfolded is going to take up most of your time uh, for the coming year, uh, and I just I wish you a lot of luck in that endeavor and all the other ones related to it.
1: Yeah, before Megan made her announcement, she told us all about this movie she watched called American Sniper. Oh, my <laughs> she was God. the new Canadian sniper. I've, I've been what watching her. She's been walking around the apartment with a fake baby oh, practicing. <laughs> Stop. She was like, guys, have you ever seen the movie have you ever seen the movie Gran Torino? Yeah. You know what that's kind of about? Yeah. Gran
0: Torino, all racisms and funny scenes in five minutes. One of the one of the great <laughs> YouTube videos. <laughs>
1: Sorry, Megan. We're gonna miss you. We had to get a couple in.
0: Yeah, Megan was like the little little
1: Vietnamese boy, and I was Clint Eastwood. She learned so much from me. Mostly <laughs> new slurs. <laughs> Megan was like Mark Wahlberg, and, and Jesse was still a Vietnamese boy. <laughs>
0: yeah, Megan walked like, oh, into a barber. Wow. She's like, wow. G- give me a haircut, you wop bastard.
3: Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> That's what Megan learned from me. Yeah. Who taught you how to <laughs> speak right. like that? Well, sir, I have a <laughs> podcast to show you. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. catch you on the flippy flip.
1: Megan, can I get a can I get one last official bye bye?
2: Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, they'll see you next week. Bye bye.